1: Well, I hope everyone is ready and looking forward to a few fun, relaxing days and a peaceful Thanksgiving holiday. I'll be chilling right here in Charlotte, and I look forward to some downtime. I'll run a turkey trot tomorrow morning, but then have the rest of the day to chill. On behalf of everyone at Sports Business Journal, I want to say how thankful and grateful we are for your support of everything we do, especially the Morning Buzzcast. And this is your Morning Buzzcast for Wednesday, November 24th. I'm Abe Madcorp. Hope everybody is excited for the next few days. Let's start with a big report, a very big news report from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, which is reporting that a monetary settlement is nearing completion in the Rams' relocation lawsuit. The figure of the settlement was not disclosed. As we noted yesterday on the Buzzcast, lawyers representing Rams owner Stan Kroenke and the NFL are in St. Louis for a mediation session with lawyers representing the city of St. Louis and the county to discuss settlement possibilities. A source told the Post-Dispatch that lawyers were working late Tuesday evening to inform all NFL owners of the deal. Now, such news that a settlement is close would indicate the NFL is very eager to avoid a January trial over the Rams' move. That trial would ask a St. Louis jury to decide if Kroenke, NFL owners, and the NFL broke Missouri law by violating the league's relocation guidelines during the 2016 relocation of the Rams from St. Louis to Los Angeles. So any settlement here would be very noteworthy and very important. It would get this very controversial case behind the league. It would prevent the airing of any dirty laundry or confidential material that could be very damaging to particular NFL owners and the league. But it would also represent a major change for the league or a change of heart for the league as the NFL largely downplayed this lawsuit For quite some time. But we will have updates throughout the day on sportsbusinessjournal.com and into the weekend. This is a very important story. And if a settlement is reached and announced, please check sportsbusinessjournal.com for all the details. This, of course, is a huge sports weekend. NFL on Thursday and Thanksgiving. You have rivalry games on Friday. You have Ohio State visiting Ann Arbor to take on Michigan in the game. And many predict it could be the most viewed college regular season football game in years. You also have golf. Turner Sports is back on Friday with its fifth iteration of Capital Ones the match. This marks the first time that neither Tiger Woods nor Phil Mickelson are on the course for the match. This will feature Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau, who of course have their own very public rivalry. But the match on Black Friday will be simulcast across TNT and TBS and other Turner networks. And it will go from 18 holes to 12 holes. Turner Sports believes this could up speed-up play, and reduce the amount of time that viewers have to commit to the match. The match will be held at the Wynn Golf Club. It'll have Phil Mickelson and Charles Barkley as analysts. Meanwhile, another veteran of the match also has a role as Tom Brady is serving as executive producer of Friday's broadcast by way of his 199 productions. And remember, Brady played in the match previously. The match begins at 4 p.m. on Friday and is part, of course, of a big, big sports weekend. A couple of things if you're catching up on your reading over Thanksgiving not to miss. In his SBJ College newsletter last night, our college reporter Michael Smith noted how two schools are taking completely different approaches to how they're distributing the nearly $6,000 annual payment to student athletes that was okayed by the Supreme Court in the NCAA versus Alston case. That money is intended to be an education-related benefit, but Michael Smith noted that athletic directors have competing mindsets on how they define education-related benefits. Benefits. For example, Ole Miss caused a stir on Friday when it said that it would pay athletes the $5,900 based on a standard of being academically eligible and on an active roster. That differed greatly from Iowa State, which plans to use the money as an academic incentive for athletes to collect upon graduation. So both conferences, the SEC and the Big 12, have said they'll let the schools decide how to handle the distribution of the funds and Smith outlines that there is little consistency among athletic directors, and it's causing some to question the approach. So an interesting take to read if you missed it. Another good read over the Thanksgiving weekend, read Terry Lefton's compelling profile of Nike historian Scott Reams, who recently retired after three decades at the company. This is in Terry Lefton's column in this week's Sports Business Journal Weekly Edition. Scott Reams has seen everything at Nike. He watched Nike grow in revenue from $3 billion to nearly $45 billion. He saw the company grow in employee headcount from $10,000 to around $73,000. And Scott Reams talks to Terry Lufton about his time in Beaverton and his time at Nike. And again, it's well worth the read. Let's end on people. First, college basketball analyst Dick Vitale, made a successful and emotional return to the airwaves last night. He called the Gonzaga-UCLA men's basketball game on ESPN. Vital, of course, is battling cancer, got choked up as he sat alongside Dave O'Brien before the game. Of course, we all think very, very fondly of Dick Vitale. Wish him the best. It was great to see him make a return last night. And finally, we'll end around two baseball names in the news. MLB Network will be looking for a new president as Rob McGlary is leaving as MLB Network president next month. McGlary's been working at Major League Baseball for nearly two decades. He has been with MLB Network since its debut and launch in 2009. He spent the past seven years running MLB Network as its president. He did not detail his next plans. And finally, last week, SBJ held its New Voices Under 30 ceremony in New York, and it was hosted by MLB Network's Alexa Dat. She was a true pro. We really enjoyed working with her very much. The audience loved her. But now we have some congratulations. Congratulations are certainly in order as she is on the move. Bally Sports Midwest hired Alexa Dat as a host and reporter for its coverage of the St. Louis Blues and St. Louis Cardinals, and Dat will be relocating to St. Louis in her new job. We wish her all the best in her future endeavors. And finally, if you're around in New York next week, please join us at our Dealmakers in Sports on December 1st. You'll hear from Fenway Sports Group Chair Tom Werner. You'll hear from Tim Laiwiki. You'll hear from Chris and Angie Long, who are the co-owners of the NWSL Club, the Kansas City Current. Register on our website or Let me know if you're interested in attending. It would be great to see you in New York City. And again, everybody have a very safe, peaceful, and relaxing and joyous Thanksgiving. This is your Morning Buzzcast for Wednesday, November 24th. I'm Abe Madcor. Have a great few days. I'll speak to you again on Monday.
0: Welcome to Irvine, California